was totally irresponsible parenting. Not according to the internet. Where on the internet? Dax, it's time for your bath. But I missed my show. Don't argue with me, young man. Just do it. This is our dad. I'm the professor. Yeah, he made us in his laboratory by accident. Don't worry, professor. I was an accident, too. You're my children, and I love you, but you're all terrible. All right, ladies and gentlemen, we are here with another episode of Geek Parenting Podcast. Uh, I am one of your hosts, Doctor of Peace, Dr. Sarah. Uh, you can find me on Twitter and Instagram at Doctor of... Not, let me start that over again. You can find me at on Instagram as Doctor of Peace, as well as on Facebook. Um, and then on Twitter, I'm the real Sarah because somebody stole Doctor of Peace. Uh, so that's where you can find me. I'm still giving away stuff on runbreakable.com for my Rebel Challenge, so go ahead and check that out. Just runbreakable.com. Lots of information on Team Muscle Makers. And then uh, who else do we have here? We've got uh, James. Well, I, I just have to say that yes? I was tweeting the Doctor of Peace. Were you? For like a whole month before I realized it wasn't you. Uh-oh. <laughs> yeah, somebody stole it. I don't know who it was. Yeah, I was like. Oh, really? Yes. And I was like, hey, Sarah. And then I like would tag it and uh -huh. like. They never responded. Yeah. Oh. You you were uh, reported for. Probably. Yeah. yeah. Like, who is this person? No, yes. the real Sarah on Twitter, because somebody stole Doctor of Peace, because they're jerks. <laughs> and then I am James, aka Nerdy at Home Dad, rolling around with the child who shall not be named, <laughs> since he acts like that all the time. Just the Voldemort child. Yeah. Yeah. He's not even close to Voldemort. Are you kidding? No. I'm not kidding at all. I I, I'm just waiting kids. for I'm waiting for him to spill that drink on my phone. Should I not on have given couch? that to him? No, he's fine. All right. Is he gonna spill it on the pillow? Probably on the pillow. All Probably right. and himself. Maybe a little bit. That's okay. Kids right. clean up. Uh, oh, where's Who your blog you? at? Oh yeah, your I, website. Uh, Nerdyathomedad.wordpress.com because I'm too cheap to do this. The dot com. Uh, you can find me on Instagram at nerdyathomedad and Twitter nerdyathomedad and YouTube. You can just search for Nerdy at Home Dad and see our stupid videos. Just Google Nerdy at Home Dad. I'm pretty sure you're They'll find yeah. you. Yeah, I'm the number one. You're on the number one. Yeah. The number one Nerdy, number one nerdy at Home Dad yeah. is a tongue twister. It is. The I don't know why I The number one Nerdy at Home Dad in America. Woohoo! Yeah. In the nation. And I'm Tui the Human. Or you can call me Mike. And I'm at Watchtower, 1588 South. You could just Street. come into Watchtower and go. And I'll be like, <laughs> uh, coffee? Sure. Pumpkin spice. Pumpkin spice. The great pumpkin. We got it. It's so good. That's, yep. more, that's more of a. Oh, okay. Sorry, I didn't know. There's, there's more inflections. In I that. don't speak Wookie. That was white girl Wookie. Yeah. White basic. girl Wookie. Basic, basic Wookie. 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 That's basic Wookie. Oh, Here we go. All the pumpkin. But we also had Huge. a very. <laughs> Stop it. <laughs> we also have a very special guest with us with us today. It's Carrie Rogers Whitehead, and she. Um, I saw her at Comic-Con on a panel um, on education, and I was like, we need to have her come and talk about literacy and some of the projects she's working on. So go ahead and introduce yourself. Oh, thanks. When you go from Wookiees to literacy, that's quite the span. Yeah. Mm -hmm. I feel like the boring one here, but, <laughs> <laughs> but, but there's, there's a lot of fun stuff that you can incorporate with uh, geek and literacy. Um, and I got to meet some of you on that panel education one that I talked a little bit about some of the ways that I use geek stuff to engage students and get them excited and learn and read and all that kind of stuff. So I'm excited to share more about that. So I am a former librarian. 
big geek, but uh, right now a lot of the focus, I'm working on some new companies and Wizarding Days, which is the first um, Harry Potter fan convention and fantasy convention here in Utah. Yay! So I'm so excited about Harry Potter. I've run Yule Balls for years, and I've ta- uh, teamed up with the talented Valerie Cameron Walker to bring that to the Southtown Expo Center at f- on February 24th and 25th. Tickets are on sale now, and you can find all the information at Wizarding Days with a Z. That's wizardingdayswithaz.com or on Facebook. And I'm excited to talk more because Harry Potter is just the book that started it all. Harry Potter is like, (laughs) that's the book that got my brother reading. Yep. He hated reading. And then he read the Harry Potter, the first Harry Potter, and then he was hooked. He read The Hobbit, and that was it. Those two books. I hear that story a lot, and we're using the hashtag, it all started with the book, because Mm -hmm. not even just the reading, but a lot of the YA publishing, young adult publishing just exploded after Harry Potter. Publishers realized, hey, we can make 700-page books, and kids will read them. Mm -hmm. And they did. (laughs) And they're not all good, but they did. (laughs) (laughs) And it thrived. Even despite the fact that they were banned from some schools yes. oh, in the early days. Talk yeah. about banned books. I, I will encourage my child to read every banned book in the world. There was uh, So Corey had a high school teacher um, that their entire class was reading like all, like all the banned books. That's awesome. That, that, that were banned in their school district or something. See, and I was nice. lucky. I went to a private school. We didn't have banned books. Yeah. Everything was allowed, which is weird in a Catholic school. We could read whatever we wanted to. They I didn't went, care. I went to a school in rural Colorado where our... You didn't have books. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> <laughs> That's the school I should have gone to in Hawaii if, if I would have stayed in the town that I grew up in uh, instead of moving here to Utah. That school didn't even have textbooks. They just had like uh, photo, like Xerox copied Paper, oh, packs you guys of had paper. <laughs> and well, yes, but we had that instead of uh, tables and desks. So most kids had to sit on the ground. <laughs> True story. Okay, we had desks. At True story. Did but, smoke oh, signals God. or other yeah, kind yeah, of yeah, stuff yeah. as you know, chocolate balls. No, no, our, our school, uh, the teacher had her book, but she would do like the, uh, do you remember those? Uh, projectors? That you oh, slide yeah. oh, yeah. So she mm-hmm. would go and she would print off projection paper pictures of her book they so, still have so those out there yeah yeah <laughs> so we would that's how the class would read books is we would she would just one by one throw slides gonna have on to the do that in the city of utah soon <laughs> the way our <laughs> education funds are going so i have a question on wizarding days mm-hmm. what can we expect like if let's say mm-hmm. so i've been to all of the salt lake comic cons mm-hmm. and i went to ga- uh, gaming con mm-hmm. uh, and to fantasy con is it going to be similar to that what yeah. are like similarities and differences so we're, we don't call it a con it's we call it wizarding days it's an interactive experience if you i like that yes because we we're not bringing in celebrities mm-hmm. we're not focusing as much on panels as an experience mm-hmm. so you get your wand wave you do some stem activities you make some potions you find a snitch you do a marauder's map you know you look around there and it's an interactive just for families not just listening to people because that's how I get excited is yeah. when I'm actually doing what grown up something. So yeah. it's for families as we're um, focusing Fantastic. on. You can get your whole family in for $35. We have a muggle bundle. So wow, it's a nice. cheap way for families to get involved. And we're incorporating a lot of education and STEM into it, which I love, which I try to do with my other events as well mm-hmm. because that's the sneaky way to get people to learn. As mm-hmm. you find fandom, you mm-hmm. connect it with education. Then they've learned and they didn't know it. That's what I've been doing with my daughter. She <laughs> loves dice. So mm-hmm. we've been learning math 
by rolling dice, and she's been helping me roll my dice and build my D&D characters oh, yeah. by rolling the dice it. and counting up the numbers. So that's been really fun to teach her that. <laughs> so I love interactive stuff. I love it. And yeah. you saw that with cosplay at ToshoCon. Yeah. The amazing things that you can make with cosplay, that's engineering mm-hmm. and that's like design, all the stuff. We don't think of it that mm-hmm. way, yeah. Yeah. but it totally is. Yeah, awesome. for sure. <laughs> Which is that, that's where Johnny and I <laughs> met uh, Carrie through Toshokan. Toshokan. Yeah, yeah, which is also, if I can plug that really quickly. Yes, absolutely, because I wanted to go cool and I didn't have time this year. It, it was my first time going uh, this this last last year, and I guess your last, right, My Carrie? last Toshokan was the fourth one. Went out one. with a bang. But it was <laughs> no, a, like, uh, Johnny and I emceed the cosplay contest. Oh, that's cool. So super fun. Mm-hmm. Really, really cool experience to go. And um, Toshokan, now correct me if I'm wrong, Carrie, mm-hmm. but the way I understand it is it's an anime convention of uh that's for teenagers mm-hmm. and it's run, run by, teenage. by teenagers yep. and so they will have um teenage run vendor booths and art that's booths awesome. and artist alleys nice. full of teens and um the cosplay contest like all the kids make their own costumes and everything like it's uh it's really cool in so many ways like you, you're empowering kids to kind of get into um a little more of i don't know like real world stuff you yeah know, before they when are released out into the wild yeah i know it's like that using that geek culture when you are a vendor so we most of our vendors were for teens so you got 13 year olds that are making and selling stuff but they have to learn customer service skills mm-hmm. they need to understand tax laws we mm-hmm. make them fill out documents they have to right. cover their booth so they're learning all of these skills through the process business skills yeah Perfect. so tosho con t-o-s-h-o con it will be again at salt lake county library mm-hmm. and the kids like the week after the ToshoCon ends, they're asking about the next one, which is that's exciting. Awesome. Well, that's so. how I left too. Like <laughs> yeah. before it was even over, I was I looked over to Corey. I was like, okay, we need to get in. Like my because my kids are huge anime yeah. fanatics, and yeah. so I'm a like, big My teenagers fan. need to be involved in this somehow. Lily just likes one anime, Yokai Watch. <laughs> what, which one is it? Yokai Watch. Uh, I don't know that one. I don't it's know that one, but on Disney XD, it's not oh. that good. It's oh, awful. It's awful. It's, it's not good. It's well, have her hang, come it's hang out at our house. We'll introduce her to a whole new world. Jay is super into Dragon Ball Z. I don't know yeah. if that's a plus it's or a plus, minus man. It's a plus, man. It's a plus. That's where I started. <laughs> that was my first anime. Yeah. Me too. Like, no, and like, uh, Jay's been Gohan. He wants me to make him a Piccolo and I'm like, no, I'm not making you a Piccolo. That means I have to paint you green. <laughs> Yeah. Spray paint. Yeah. <laughs> so, is there anything else you'd like us to know about Wizarding Days? Yeah. So, the we are looking for panel ideas right mm-hmm. now. We're going to start working on the program schedule. We're also kind of featuring a lot of authors. So, we really want to incorporate that literacy element. That hashtag. It all started with the book. So, if you are an author, particularly fantasy author, local, we want to have you out. So, I we're need to finish Bad space. Princess. Oh yeah, you do. Yeah. <laughs> I need to get my butt going on that. She is a local author. Oh, I only have one in. The f- did you write a book? I, well, did you write a book? Did I tell you I published my dissertation? That makes her an author. Yes, yeah. you should okay. come and out there. And she lives in Utah, so she, that makes there her local. <laughs> yeah, and you should come out. We're doing a beard contest. Yeah, oh, fantasy! You got Everyone's got a beard in fantasy. <laughs> Keep growing it you have out. A beard contest. Yeah. So by the time in February, you'll have a really nice yeah. one growing. Yeah, I, I, I just I trim it whenever it gets like long. We get you some beard charms. You see those new beard charms. Yeah, then we'll get you some beard beard nets. What beard oil? Make it smell nice. Yeah. (laughs) You guys can braid my beard if you want. (gasps) You let us. I'll allow it. That's so awesome. (laughs) Just for this one one occasion. Yes. (laughs) It sounds really cool. Uh, 
I like the interactive aspect of it because that's that's one of the one of the things that makes uh, you know like like Comic Con one of the things that makes it a little more difficult for my family is I have I have teenagers and they mm -hmm. like it just fine, um, but my little ones I can really only spend like a day or you know part of a day like mm -hmm. an hour yeah. or two doing some things because they don't want to sit in panels yeah they yeah. want to like look at fun th they want to do things yeah that's and why it, we only took oh. lily one day one to day. Salt Lake which Comic is fun like yeah. it's yeah. cool to yeah, do that fun. we hung out in kid con most of the day but so. um mm -hmm. that's what i that's what i loved the most about uh fantasy con when mm -hmm. they did it that one time was that yeah. it was so interactive, interactive. yeah there's so many mm -hmm. things to do and you kind of you pay to get in and then you yeah do all this stuff we're Very bringing cool. that because Valerie, my partner, was the mm. event director for Fantasy Con. Yeah. Right. So we're bringing nice. the spirit there. Yeah. I also want to add that, you know, I'm very community driven. We want to mm -hmm. get what the community wants, and uh, much of the proceeds of Wizarding Days goes back to charity. I noticed that. So, cool. what charities? Do you know what charities you're supporting? So, right you? now, I think you can nominate for one or two more days on our website, and then the community votes on four different charities okay. that will uh, the money will go to. Ooh. So, you awesome. get a nice. little more chance to vote. And Where then do we go to vote? You can go on wizardingdays.com. There's mm. a charity through wizarding like, uh -huh. like on the top bar there and you can nominate your charity and then you can vote sweet very cool <laughs> i'm gonna do that so so what <laughs> brought about wizarding days that's what i'm kind of interested in what kind of drew this idea to you and how did you develop it yeah so with the library i ran u-balls for teenagers for four years um it kind of grew every year and i love harry potter myself mm -hmm. that was some of that book that started a lot for me and i saw the potential and power of that community we have an amazing community out here in geek culture we also have a great harry potter community but i didn't see a lot out there every time i did my u-ball for teens there's a lot of questions about well what we want more mm -hmm. we want more of this where can I find more and there's some things here and there but we wanted to make it bigger and incorporate that community fun element that Harry Potter brings that universe to be part of um, to Utah <laughs> very cool do you guys have any other questions about wizarding days are we going to be able to learn the dark arts there? <laughs> yeah, I have a really good dark, uh, a Death Eater mask craft. It's pretty easy. Go and buy a blank one and color on it. Cool. It's the oh, best nice. costume, the Death Eaters. <laughs> That's brilliant. I think I know what I'm doing for Halloween now. Yeah, the yeah. white the white mask. Mm -hmm. Just wear a cloak and you're a Death Eater. Nice. <laughs> um, one of the things that, so are you guys going to do stuff with, I'm assuming since Fantastic Beasts will be out, there'll be stuff mm -hmm. about Fantastic Beasts. Um, the uh, mm -hmm. I read it twice. Curse Child. Yes, oh yeah, Curse Child. Child. Yeah, yeah. This is just kind of all happened. We didn't know all it was going to have a, a resurgence. <laughs> it was a happy accident, but mm -hmm. it's exciting to see like a new generation right. get it with mm -hmm. Curse Child and Fantastic Beasts and everything. So we will be doing some smaller things, um, partnering. Um, we're going to be at Halloween Expo. We're going to be at FearCon. Um, nice. We'll do at some Fantastic Beats events as well to kind of lead in to all of that. But it was like we started this, and then all this extra stuff started happening. Right. <laughs> and you're like, um, yes! It really did find a new generation. So now, like, people who grew up with us as teens are now adults and sharing it with their, their kids, kids yeah. right. which is great I'll, to see. I'll tell you, my kid, like... <laughs> She would sit and watch Dobby all day. <laughs> she doesn't care about anybody else, but she will sit. She asked for the Dobby movie. I'm like, yeah. okay, we'll I watch like Dobby. I got to catch up. I don't know the American houses. There's all this whole oh, new I know. mythology I'm, that, oh, that was gonna be I got to learn. That was going to be my next question. <laughs> yes. Which Ilvermorny house? Uh, yeah, I'm, I'm the here. weird one, the wampus. <laughs> the wampus? I'm wampus and Gryffindor. 
I'm, Wampus. I'm Horned Serpent okay, in Gryffindor. See, you're ahead of me. I'm behind. Yeah. I, I still, there's so, the universe is so vast. Yeah. yeah. There's so well, much to keep up on. The only reason why I know that is because I was on a Geek Geek Factor Radio, had oh, me yeah. on a Harry Potter episode. Right. Oh. Uh, because I was one of, like, so for me, the way I was introduced <laughs> to Harry Potter is when I was in high school, I was dating a girl who loved the books, and I wasn't a big oh. reader in high school unless it was a comic book. Yeah. So uh, she introduced me to the movies, and I was like, okay, I can get behind this. So I started reading mm-hmm. the books after I saw the movie, um, and then just went from there. And uh, so I was that guy on the podcast, yeah. <laughs> while everybody else was like, oh, I, the books are so much better. And I was like, I like them both. <laughs> I like them both. You're that I love guy. them both. Yeah, I'm that guy. I'm the guy that at Wizarding Days people would be like, we won't get into an argument that you are wrong. <laughs> oh. <laughs> it doesn't I, matter how you get into the fandom as long as you're in the fandom. So, and and, and I, I agree that I am wrong. No, I, I, I've never read any of the books. <gasps> I enjoy Chewy. So are we not allowed, James and I, not allowed to come hey, no, to no, Wizarding no, I've Days? I've read books. <laughs> I'm wrong, but I've I will read let the you books. borrow how the books if you haven't read them. Read the books. All of them. Uh, all of the them? One. You read all of them and the new one? Yeah. Oh, I haven't read any of them. You've books. seen the movies, though, right? I've seen the movies. No, nah, you're, yes. okay. you're okay. I li- and I, I do like oh. the movies. Then you're quite okay. A bit. Then you're okay. I, just, I can't read books without pictures and oh, speech bubbles. Oh, you know they have the illustrated <laughs> versions audio now. Books. Yeah, audio books. No, yeah. I'll I'll read it. I'm <laughs> I'm just being silly. I'm being Damn a muggle. it, Chewie! <laughs> you're being a muggle. A muggle. You're being a Death Eater is what you're being. Not a muggle. So I actually have some some questions about kids and reading. Yeah. So like I said, like I t- was telling you off the podcast, I started reading at a very early age. I love to read. Um, it kind of went away with my dissertation work because I was reading so much and I had to get my reading <laughs> mojo back. But so let's say kids don't like to read or they find it challenging. What are some things we can do to kind of help them learn to love reading and help them learn to read as well? Yeah, uh, so graphic novels are a wonderful um, gateway to get those kids into reading. So I recently spoke at TEDx Salt Lake City and covered some of this subject. So there's actually some science and research in how you learn. When you have images and words together, just like your picture books, you actually process on two different channels in your brain and increases memory and comprehension. So you're more likely to remember words and learn, they call them unique words, Mm -hmm. those words that are not cat, mat, sat, Mm -hmm. but unique words when you have the image with it. Um, slang, um, things that are more complicated, that are not just nouns, are easier to illustrate through images. So someone who maybe is an ESL learner or struggling or just doesn't like to read, they're going to have a higher level of comprehension with a graphic novel or a comic book than they would just a typical book. That's why we have picture books mm-hmm. for kids. So same concept. They learn better with both together. Right. Awesome. I, I'm so glad she said that because <laughs> when I first started my blog, one of my first blog posts was about like using comic books to help or to improve literacy for young kids. Mm-hmm. And I was saying similar things. Mm-hmm. And at the very end of my post, I was like, I am not an educator. No, I've learned that it can be beginning or end. Oh, it can be the end? But yeah, so mm-hmm. you could hook them in. Yeah, but no, good. so like, I'm glad that like... I feel well, vindicated you've been right now. Yeah. Me too. Yes. I'm, I, I'm actual, uh, well, my 
two of my children are success stories from that. Mm -hmm. And I've talked about it before. I know when we had Shannon on and um, mm -hmm. my one of my kids, we call the new the unicorn shadow was <laughs> two grades behind in fifth grade. She was reading at a third grade level. Mm -hmm. And then her younger brother, same thing. He was about two grades behind when he was like in third grade. Mm -hmm. And um, they just couldn't. The, their kid, the other kids in class were so far ahead and reading so quickly that mm -hmm. one, they didn't want to read out loud because they felt uncomfortable and self-conscious. Mm -hmm. And then two, it was just so hard to catch up with everybody else that they were just discouraged and they didn't give up. I quit. Yeah. So I started bringing them with me to the comic book store mm -hmm. and let them pick out and like Unicorn Shadow picked Darkwing Duck and like <laughs> she just devoured those those comics. We'd go back and like get them every week and then my son same thing. He he likes all comics. Mm, loves yeah. them. But it helped him like you said like uh, associate words with images Pictures. and then they can start playing with the imagination of what those words look like when there's no pictures and yeah. now she you know the unicorn shadow will go to her mom's house for the for the weekend or something mm -hmm. and be like oh i need to take a book and i like one time she just chose princess bride on, on mm -hmm. a saturday yeah. and it's like oh, okay yeah read that because i've never read the book yeah. but we mm -hmm. love the movie mm -hmm. so i was like mm -hmm. okay i want you to read this book and then let me know like what what's the differences how you liked it mm -hmm. and she finished it like in a day and a half just oh, burn, wow. burn through it so it does work. Like yeah. those, like comic books are a great way to get p kids excited. I've about been doing it with Lily because Lily has a very short attention span. Mm -hmm. And what's interesting with with her is she will look at, will read the comic book. We we've been reading Dinosaur, uh, what's that one that you were telling me about? Moon, uh, Moon, Devil, Girl, Moon, Girl, Girl and, and Devil, Devil Dinosaur. Dinosaur. We've been reading that one, and then she. How is it? Oh, it's so good. It's good. Mm -hmm. It's good. And we've been reading the Disney Princess ones. But after we read it a couple times, she'll start looking at it and making up her own little story from the pictures, yeah. which I yeah. love because she's so darn creative yeah. anyway. Yeah. yeah. And I like the wordless picture books are some yeah. of my yeah. favorite ones. So mm. David Weissner does a few. There's also, I've been reading with my son, Journey and Quest, and it's completely, it's just like this girl's journey with a crayon. She can make different things mm. out oh, of it. Oh, nice. And so then he can tell the story without the, and he's still, it's still literacy. People don't like, well, there can't be literacy. It's not words. No, narrative and forming Telling a story, a story is, is part is of literacy it. as right. well. So I recommend wordless picture books or even wordless graphic novels. They're yeah. out there too for um, really helping those skills. And it gives them confidence. My kids, you know, young, he can't read, but he likes to, he wants to feel bigger. He's yeah. creating yeah. his own the story, story with the wordless books. Mm -hmm. That's cool. <laughs> you know, so. there, there was a... Um, there's an issue of uh, Rocket Raccoon where an issue? And w there's one issue where they where Groot's telling a story so the entire <laughs> the entire book just is I am Groot over and over again. <laughs> That's cool. So what Jay was doing one day is he was I heard him just like flipping through a book and I heard mm -hmm. him like just talking and I was like what's going on? So I go over and then he's looking through that Aww. book and he's pretending he's Rocket translating oh, what Groot's cool. saying oh, that's to awesome. everybody. Yeah. See, it enhances your imagination. I love that. Yeah, and um, but like I've been told by some of his, his teachers, like they're um, impressed with like his vocabulary and mm -hmm. uh, things like that. And like all we've done is started. We started with uh, comic books. We started with um, any anything that had superheroes in it he was into yeah. so like those level readers kind of yeah mm -hmm. yeah so yeah. we have a lot of those level reader books mm -hmm. that have superheroes in them and they just have 
words that you don't see every day. No, I love it. And, and it's a really great way for me to talk about emotions and feelings, mm-hmm. which is something, mm-hmm. uh, uh, as a preschooler, they're working out their feelings and how they feel and how other people feel. When you can see a, a facial expression, is this person sad or mad or angry? Um, that's particularly great for maybe those that have autism or on the spectrum to understand feelings and then the context. Why is that person sad? Why is that person mad? So we can have a whole discussion on that through the images with the text or just the images that we couldn't have in another type of story. Then they're making predictions, right? Mm-hmm. They're kind of thinking, well, how would I feel? there when they look at those characters that it's like another little added bonus i feel through the images feelings right. and, and emotions feeling, talk, feelings and emotions to talk about and they're <laughs> difficult to talk about yeah. and they're hard sometimes to put words to this mm-hmm. weird mm-hmm. way feeling. that i'm feeling there's mm-hmm. so many descriptive adjectives about about feelings mm-hmm. yeah. like ways to describe the way that you're feeling so many different ways <laughs> and it's hard for a kid who might not have the vocabulary to describe how they're feeling inside, mm-hmm. but they can exactly. visualize that yeah. in a picture. Yeah. <laughs> so why is literacy so important today? Yeah, so we use literacy all the time, constantly. And even if you are a coder, you are still communicating. Mm-hmm. Everyone communicates in their own way. And you need to be able to communicate across multiple platforms. You need to be able to communicate online, in person. You need to be able to write one way, interpret. There's many forms of it, and it's just something that we use constantly. And communication, if you think about it in terms of an interview or being on the job, someone who communicates more effectively has an edge. Yeah. At the mm-hmm. end of the day, yeah. you can comprehend, but if you can't communicate what you understand, then you won't be as successful at college, career, or whatever, or even relationships in your life. Being able to communicate your feelings, your understanding goes with you, and it can be that dividing line between who gets hired, who breaks up mm-hmm. with this person, and the success in your life. So communication doesn't necessarily have to be written. I mean, we're talking about literacy, but literacy goes across multiple platforms, and mm-hmm. it starts... At with that young reading. age, with that reading, yeah. <laughs> do you feel like like kids are getting dumber now, and, like because they can't communicate, they, or am I just an old man? Because like, teenagers old man. drive me crazy. <laughs> they drive me teenagers. crazy, man. Like I, I feel like when I was when I was sixteen, I was not a model citizen by any by any stretch of the imagination. But at least, you but used I could communicate. Words. I used correct grammar. And I used full sentences. You knew the difference between your and your, and yes, there, I there, did, and there. And I still do. <laughs> and you didn't LOL everything. My, my kids hate it because uh, they'll they'll say you know they'll say something like uh, mom and me went, and I'll interrupt them. Mom and mm. I. <laughs> <laughs> same thing, Dad. I said no, it's not the same thing. One is correct, and one is not. <laughs> yeah, that's your, your hate it. That's your old man showing. <laughs> is it the old man? Okay, so kids aren't as bad as I think they are then. Well, at least that's my opinion. Okay, well that's good. But if you think about who's making the hiring decisions right now when they get out there who are their teachers they're from a different generation yeah. they're going to judge their communication skills differently, differently than i don't know when i was a college professor and i'm i'm grading a one page paper that's in text i'm like no no you can't <laughs> you can't write your as you are there's a class on uh, communicating with emojis oh Did no you see that? yeah i saw that it's from like mit or something it's <laughs> I'm like, oh, it was so awful. I'm like, go to the writing center, please. Don't just bring me your papers. Go to the writing center first. Have them proofread, please. Please. Yeah. It's, it's hard. A lot of them are not at that college level by the time they get to college. Oh, yeah. And there's more and more having to be, colleges are having to offer more and more remedial classes yeah. in writing and communication because mm-hmm. they're not really quite up to speed. Well, and I'll, I think this is where I probably got it from. because So I grew up in, in Hawaii 
where the the common tongue is pidgin pidgin english it's a very like very it's like a hundred percent slang mm-hmm. just um can we hear some of it or are we not I've allowed tried you can't to do it, do it, it you've without, been here for too long <laughs> it's not even that like if somebody else starts like someone from hawaii starts talking in that way then, then you'll it, do it, it just like comes out naturally yeah. but i can't really i don't know i could try but it feels weird right uh my mom. Oh, you have to get a key. Sorry, man. The there the bathrooms are locked at Watchtower Cafe. Just remember that, people. Um, my uh, so on the playground at school, we would all all the kids we would speak in pigeon. But at home, my mom would not allow us to speak that way. Like we had to use correct grammar in the house. At least mm-hmm. talk with talk however you want with your friends. But at home, use correct correct grammar. And uh, my mom was like always pushing books in, in our faces mm-hmm. and having us like assigning us books to read that we probably never would read on our own. Mm-hmm. And I kind of started doing that. And, and like with my kids, there's not really any like dialect. Well, I guess there is here in Utah a little bit, but it's not. Utonics. Utonics. It's not <laughs> that bad. It's nothing, nothing nowhere near Sell. as uh, different as pigeon. But uh, when they use like whatever kind of however they talk in, in incorrectly with their friends i don't care mm-hmm. as long as they know how to communicate with these people that are doing the hiring mm-hmm. these jobs and yeah. if they can communicate with old people like me <laughs> without getting judged or criticized <laughs> then they can talk however they want with their friends sure. as long exactly. as they understand yeah. each other i'm not making a value judgment on whether that's right or wrong it's just the reality Things of the are situation yeah. uh, it'll be it's interesting the way the to world see is. in 20 30 years What's, as oh. the younger generation gets up in those positions and we're gonna be like, get happened. off my lawn. There's a, mo- there's a movie about that. <laughs> Grand Tree, Grand, Idiocracy. Uh, Idiocracy. <laughs> oh, you're talking about the, <laughs> the uh, Clint Eastwood get off my lawn movie. No, that's me. That's me in 40 years. <laughs> so we just but, have a yeah. few minutes left, and I want to. I, I have a question I like to ask most of our guests who come on because yeah. you're you're a parent, and you're a geek. So what is your geek parenting philosophy? Ah, so I try not to dismiss anything. I think that there's a tendency to stereotype and dismiss um, geek culture, that it's not literary, it's not educational, it shouldn't be used in the classroom, or you should only teach them proper things, and I think that's just ridiculous. You, you, know, you, you, you find what they care about, and then they go on from there. They start reading more books, they start learning more and asking for more, so I work really hard not to dismiss any of my kids' loves. Mm-hmm. So he's into superheroes a lot, you know, and I just try to celebrate that and encourage it in that own way. Perfect. Yeah. That's what that's what we believe here at Geek Parenting Podcast. We must collectively all believe yeah, that. Yeah, everybody seems yeah. to. And yeah. everyone, without even like any prompting, everybody seems to kind of yeah. go that way, we which is good. We like to that. hear that. Yeah. Let your kids. Let your kids love your kids. what they love. Support yeah. them in that and help guide them the best. Yeah. Well, although yeah. Lily did tell me this morning that she hated rebels. Whoa, whoa! Yeah, whoa. I was I like, I might have to. Let them I might have. I, I said, let them love what I, they love. I said to her, I might have to disown you for that. But okay, you don't have to watch Rebels with me this morning. Don't let Jay hear that. I know. I was so sad. Do you guys have any other questions for Carrie before we sign off? Um, no, I just I can't wait for Wizarding, Wizarding Days. Yeah, I'm very excited. So much fun. Excited. I'm so Super excited. excited. Bring the whole family out. Oh, we will. February 24th and 25th at WizardingDaysWithAZ.com. Okay, perfect. <laughs> Put that wand back where you found it or so help me. <laughs> Let's get dangerous. Because I said so.
Here's some money. Go see a Star Wars.